yo, 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 it's the Molly Rose Podcast, episode 154. Yep, surprise. Surprise. The voice is back. Wasn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wasn't supposed to be here for this week, but plans change, so yeah. Plans change, so believe it or not, it's going to be the next week <laughs> that unfortunately we will not be potting. It's going to be next week. But the boys is locked in this week, man. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Hopefully y'all enjoying y'all weekend. Hopefully everybody is like in good spirits. We got Pride Mom, so happy Pride. I wanted to say this to start the podcast. Oh, Shout yeah. out to all of the uh, LGBTQIA IA plus community. Uh, shout out to all of our supporters that are in that community that rock with us. That's in the part of LS9. We we rock with y'all. We got family, friends, plenty of people in that community. So shout out to everybody that is, mm-hmm. especially you know what I'm saying feeling the love on that side this month. Turn up. Um, and it's also what Terrell. Gemini season, or we said it already. It is Gemini. We well into the Gemini season for okay. sure. Well now we in Gemini. June Gemini. June Geminis. June first. Mm-hmm. Turn up. It's June first. We recording this, but June. summertime. Is it Juneteenth? Juneteenth on the nineteenth. So for Juneteenth, we down. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, the weekend was chill. This is what I wanted to say. Um, I went to the grocery store. And spent $240. And I'm never going to lie, after I put all of that shit away, I was like, damn, what did I really get? Like, I, I felt like I got stuff, but there's no way I got $230 worth of shit. I'm so locked in with my grocery store, I just walk in and just... What that Oh, you're not working? Oh, you were... Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, how y'all doing? How, how y'all been? I feel like I'm in a grocery store so often... Oh, yeah. That, like... 100%. Oh, you didn't work? Oh, she must not be working today type shit. Not yet. But, bro, you know what's crazy? I feel that way. So I feel like I'm always getting groceries. So I'm like, it ain't no way I'm going to spend over, like, $100. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I do need some pepper. Oh, yeah, shit, I damn running out of oats. It'd be shit that you need, too, that, that, that's heavy, heavy priced. But you're like, damn, I need it. Like the, like the $12.99 joints and the... Oh, I need mm-hmm. some more of this, but the, the, the bottle $14.99, damn. I'm not going to lie, I, just, I be doing stupid shit, too. Like, you in the, I'm in the Giant. Yeah. I go to the cleaning aisle, and I'm like, damn, you know what? I do need some Lysol and an extra this and that, and that should be expensive. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to get all your cleaning products and shit from Walmart, not from there. What made you want to wear this tan in those glasses? I was on my summery shit. I got on my tan uh, shorts. I'm on my summery shit. It's an 81 day. What you look like? You know what you look like? You know how you get you know how you go to Italy and you get that boat and the nigga paint a picture for you? <laughs> you look like that. You just missing a little hot dog hat. This shirt That's all you like, need. <laughs> I don't this this looks like a uh You look like a, you look, you dress like an I feel like I'd be about to say fucked up shit. You dress like an Italian. You dress like you like some mozzarella. No, I don't. See, <laughs> it's easy to talk about somebody that's wearing stripes. <laughs> but this shirt, where this is the this is my Come on, Brody. It's like, like a low-key muscle tee, but not really. This looks you like know? merch from like the movie Gladiator or some shit. Like, yeah, because you know that nigga was built. Yeah, you dressed like. And you know who you dressed like? Nigga you dressed kinda, like he was born in AD. You dressed like Stuart Little when he was in that boat competition. <laughs> Stuart had a whole suit on. <laughs> nah, he was on the boat with the suit. <laughs> nah, Taz, I swear he had on stripes. <laughs> 
I knew when I wore this shirt, he was going to get off on some striped shit. That like, is so key. funny because you do that like that. And you know what I was getting ready to say? You know what's crazy, too, about... Uh, it was... Go ahead. Listen, though. Do you know overseas and in different countries, if it says you're going to pay $2 on the tag, it's $2. The tax or whatever is factored into the final price. Only over here we see something that's five ninety nine. Or four dollars, and when you get to the register, it's actually four thirty six. But is taxes different though? I don't know. I I don't know. All I know is that what the price is, what you see is what you pay. Cause only I think it's only like that. Cause like you go in one state, this is gonna be five ninety nine here and five ninety nine there. But taxes in the states are different. I know, yeah. So if if the whole country has the same tax, then they probably could just say, yo, put them all out for. And that's that bullshit. Why don't we have that? Oh, why not just factor it all into the final price? If it's going to be 436, put the 436 on the tag. It was people that was like, yo, I came to the States. Now, guess what's going to happen? What? They going to take your 429 sliced cheese or whatever y'all like, and they going to say, we factoring in the, the tag, 699. And y'all going to say, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I never paid 699. <laughs> y'all won't be happy with anything. Damn, this be just ridiculous. Because you think they going to factor in the little taxes that you got when you get to the register? Nah. They're going to say, okay, yeah, taxes included now, y'all. So instead of 429 658 Whoa. Ridiculous. Hey, you know what I will say? Um, IHOP got a brand new menu. I don't know if y'all been to IHOP. They got a brand new menu. Shit is dope. They got new meals. This is a random plug because we just recently went. But when they put that menu, you know the IHOP menu look like. Here you go. They put that right in front of me. I said, oh, shit. Y'all see how Terrell talking? He bourgeois a little bit, y'all. He a little bougie. Him and his girl. No, we not. Don't put that on us. Maybe y'all not. not, but IHOP is bougie now. I'm telling you, y'all don't normally do IHOP. I'm telling you, you like IHOP got new menus. They got new menus. Do you know how oh. many new menus IHOP has gotten over the last? Terrence, nah, it's not one like that. Like, bro, IHOP always got new menus. They end up they came out with a whole burger menu and it completely folded on that idea. That was I, terrible. IHOP Whoever. is the main the main restaurant that will change that menu. We Terrence. put the dinner menu. Look, dinner food in the front. Or they. Like, Oh, look, dinner food in the front, burgers, pancake, French toast. Bro, they do everything, and they say, yo, we switching our shit up. Only reason why I say that, y'all, I be going to, I've been, I've been a frequent IHOP person over the last couple years. I yeah. seen them go from the paper bullshit front and back menu to the joint on the table for COVID. Y'all know them big booklets that you open. I have always had some of the they best. They got. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is that they got a brand new one that you haven't seen, and they got brand new French toast. How you know I haven't seen it? Real? I've been to IHOP. You ain't seen that new menu that they got, Terrence. Did you get the, you seen the menu with the new desserts? Fun fact about Terrell: If he goes somewhere and they say something new, he was the first person with it. That, that new that they told him this is new. He's they. He felt like they gave him the first round. So they came out with a new menu when you went, but when I went a week ahead, week and a half before. They ain't had a new menu. Terrence, I showed you a new menu. You never seen it. Didn't I tell you about the new French toast? Right. The new French toast been out. How the new French toast been out, but it's one of the biggest things on the new menu. It's not one of the biggest things on the new menu. The new menu is dope. Somebody got to listen to this podcast that work at IHOP. That's like, these niggas are tripping, man. Yeah. (laughs) All we added was (laughs) egg benedict. (laughs) All right, man. Um, Sorry, y'all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um... What else happened this weekend that I wanted to talk about, Terrell? Something else this weekend. You said I could talk about something, right? You went to the gym and they made you do pull-ups. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, the Marines had the pull-up challenge at the gym, and you had to do 20 pull-ups 
in order to get a free shirt. I didn't even see the shirt. Yeah, uh, or or what you got free. I just saw him standing over there, and when I went in, he was like, all right, bet. Did they have, like, a pull-up bar separate setup? Yeah, he just had a bar like that. Oh, shit. And the joint was kind of, like, rocking a little rocky bit. a little bit. But when I went in, I'm saying, you know what? I do pull-ups every day. But I'm, I'm not, you know, you hear people say that, and then you think, oh, bro's doing maximum amount of pull-ups every day. No, nah, I do maybe, like, the most pull-ups I can do straight is normally, like, 14, like maybe 14, and I'm like, mm. and that's just because I've been working my way up with uh -huh. whatever. But I went over there and I said, you know what? No warm up, no nothing. I ain't have no pre workout, nothing. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm about to just do it. Just I said, I, I said, bro, I'm gonna probably get like 15, but I'm gonna just do it because you standing here, Terrell. You know me. Mm -hmm. I'm that type of dude. You're standing here selling something. I might not even buy it from you. But I am gonna say, hey, yo, what you selling up here? You know, nah, yeah, what, you, what you buying? What you what you doing up here? Terrence, well, one hundred percent. The Girl Scouts out there. Guess what? He's walking away with Samoas. <laughs> I'm walking away with Samoas. When we had BK juices up there, me and Trey was the main ones that was like, no, we were pineapple and lemon. <laughs> I'ma try that one. Yeah, a new watermelon flavor. Right. I'll take that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and look, you know. Anyway, walked over to the Marine dude. He's this brolic dude, buzz cut. He ain't even trying to push Marine. Did he have on the green or the fatigue? He had the shirt tucked in. Yeah, uh -huh. he had the green or whatever. Or maybe he had on black. I don't know. But all I know is he didn't push Marine on me. And you know why I said he didn't push Marine on me? Because I'm already shocked up. Terrence. I'm already a Marine. Well, maybe you was too much of a weakling. He said, this nigga won't make it in the pit. Weakling, I said, bet. Step, step right up to the plate. Put both my hands up there. He said, you got to make sure your grip locked. I said, like this? And he was like, yup. I said, yeah, because I do that. Went up for the one. Yeah. That was easy. I said, I'm going to go from, from 20 down instead of going one, two, three. So I got all, I started from 20, and I'm like 19, 18. But this would fuck me up. Everybody back behind me, I'm like 18, 17, 16. Everybody behind me was like five, six. So I'm <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> let me just keep up with y'all. So like now I'm going from counting down to counting up. Now I'm like. Oh shit, nine. Let me just hurry up and get to 20. I got all the way to 19, y'all. And they was like, you got it. One more. <laughs> when I tell you I did not have one more in me at all. They didn't, I'm like, they didn't realize that I just gave everything on 18. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> look, I came to ball right here. Dropped. <laughs> Everybody looked at me like. Damn, you failed, but you was this close. <laughs> People didn't say, oh, you did it. People were like, oh. So I said, don't worry about it. I don't need the shirt. <laughs> I was embarrassed a little bit. I said, I got close. I ain't need this shirt. Look, I'm laughing, but I'm dead out of breath. Ass, out of breath. Veins popping. He gave, he gave me the shirt for sympathy. He said, I guess I'll just still give you the shirt. I started to say, I don't want your punk ass. You got the shirt? I ain't giving it away. I gave the shirt away, y'all, because what do I look like walking around with a Marine shirt on? U.S. Marines. Hello, are you one of? Are you a Marine? No, I'm just rapping the set. But no. y'all will walk around with Yankees hat. I walk around with a Yankees hat because guess what? I'm a fan of Derek Jeter. Okay. How right. many Marines are you fans of? Corporal. <laughs>
And look, that's no offense to the Marines. I just felt like I'd be doing y'all a disservice by wearing I forget, y'all gear. You know, that's yeah. like you're wearing an army shirt. Bro, that's actually a thing, though. I forget what it's called. It's called, like, false valor or something like that, or fake valor, yeah. where people will legit buy a military uniform with patches and everything, and real military people will go up to them and be like, so you got that patch. How did you get it? Bro, I just, there's a bunch of videos on TikTok about it. And I bet because, look, one thing I won't disrespect is the military, the army, and stuff like that. Because those, we can talk about the powers that be. but I won't go. To, I won't go too, but they do. And that's what I mean. Powers that be, I get it. But there's a lot of people feeding their families, regular human beings. A lot of people Not that probably sure. listen to this podcast that are in the military and army and stuff like that. I, me personally, y'all who are in the military and stuff like that, I feel like I'm doing y'all a disservice. By wearing an army shirt, and y'all I mean, tell me if I'm tripping. If you're as in long army. as you, I, well, I, I can't speak for it. I don't know, because I'm, I'm not in. But I, I right, feel Terrell, like you look like you drive a plane, but you're not in it. You look like you fly a plane with them glasses on. This nigga look like he was in Apocalypse Now. I look shit. like I fly a plane, but look at him. He has on this shirt. You look like you look like you drive does Terrell the plane. Look like you look like a fighter jet pilot. You cool as shit. You up in the air, so you cool. All you missing is a cigar. Weird ass. You look Terrence, like the what cool you? nigga in the wild that we meet, and you just been out here. You know the look. Look at his. <laughs> he know the animals out here. He know the trees. He got trucks and villages and spoons and beans and shit. Y'all hungry? Who the fuck is this motherfucker? <laughs> How do we leave it? <laughs> Why does he have on glasses? Why is he acting like this is home? <laughs> You look like the nigga that What flies. y'all doing around here? We are lost. <laughs> Can you help us? <laughs> you look like to... Okay. Okay. Right. You got it. You got it. It's all good. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> what I was going to say is the people that wear the, the uniforms and stuff like that, they be yeah. walking around getting discounts. They be getting people saying thank you for your the service. Service. And they yeah. soak all of this shit up. They low-key crazy. Nah, oh, yeah. I'm definitely, I definitely can see some of these dudes out here that love the army. I got me an army shirt on. Yeah, I know all about the army, but uh-huh. somebody say, oh, you're in the army? Well, I had asthma, and they didn't let me go. You just see how they be making excuses, bro. <laughs> but I was there, like, and they would have let me. Yeah, they said I had the heart and spirit, so. This one dude was like, I got this from my three tours in Iraq. And the dude was like, you are lying. <laughs> three tours in Iraq. All right, let's get to the shits. Homie, in high school you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you, dickhead? Man, bro, what happened? Dog? I don't know why that's funny. Philly niggas are hilarious. They Me call everybody dickhead. That was funny for, for for so long though. Dickhead, what happened to you? In high school you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you, dickhead? The happened is so. Man, bro, what happened, dog? You was the man in high school. Now look at you, all fucked up in the game, drawn. Yeah, remember you used to flex on me in high school? Remember? Because I used to wear them baggy-ass clothes and all that. Now look at you. Look at me. You mean? Look at you now. Clean roller. Huh? Clean roller. You just school. school. Let you me ain't start off, say shit. All right, what? I can start on this or you? Yeah, I'll let you go. No, yeah, no, I'll let you go. You rock. Go ahead. He said, damn, homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? And give, key, oh, my bad. Give context for the people that might not have seen this clip. If you haven't seen this clip, it's basically this homeless guy that's sitting on a stoop, and then there's this guy who's recording him. We can't see the guy recording him, but the guy's recording him, and he's like, what you just heard, he's basically recording his high school, a uh, guy who bullied him in high school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look at you. You sitting on the corner. This guy's got on a jacket, 
jeans. He's looking busted. He's smoking weed. He's got no shoes and socks on. He's got his bed feet on some concrete steps with his socks drying. Like, Not I don't yet. know what's going on with dude. Mm-hmm. But the dude is like, yo, you used to bully me in high school. And now look at you. You down bad. I'm recording you. He was like, yeah, you used to talk about me. Look at you. Look at me. He recorded. He put his the camera on his Cobalt or on yeah. his fucking Corolla. <laughs> and he said, yo, I'm up now. Like, yo, what happened to you? Like, he's like, yo, like. I should, I should do this to you. I should do that to you. Oh, now the tables have turned. Only reason why we're talking about this, y'all, is because this sparked, I would say, a split reaction. There were people who felt like the guy, you know, is getting his justice. You know, this is, this is that good old full circle moment, you know? This is karma hitting you tenfold. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. And then there's other people who felt like, bruh, took it a little too far, and you're kicking somebody when they're down, and... Even though he bullied you, it's not right for you to now return the favor and bully him. So, uh, I'm gonna let Terrell. I let Terrell give his opinion on it first. What you think, Terrell? I mean, what was your opinion on that on that situation? I don't know, but you know, I believe in karma, bro. The karma is the reason why I don't steal. I'll be at the self checkout, nobody be there, and I'll be like, I could literally just scan this for free, but I just believe in karma. And to me, that is a culmination of. Karma at its finest. I've been in a situation where a nigga that I went to school with was up. I told the story about when I went to the McDonald's. And the same dudes that was calling me uh, big head and ugly ass uh, sophomore, they was seniors. You ain't getting no pussy yet? No pussy yet? Nah, yeah, them niggas. <laughs> yeah, they get no pussy. And honestly, it was just like some... <laughs> <laughs> It was honestly just some young hazing, honestly, at the time. I don't look at it like I, I don't think I was bullied. I do remember people that used to, like he said, I remember people used to flex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In high school. And then you run into them and it's like, damn, look at you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, I, to me, I think it's, it's karma. I'm not, I don't have sympathy for the bully because if you really was about that shit in high school and now you're not, it ain't no fun when the rabbit gets the gun. I love, mm-hmm. I love that quote because it's a fact. Everything cool when you got the gun and it's cool because you up. But now that I got the gun, ain't no fun. Now it's, oh, come on, y'all. He's doing too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. not with that. To me, this is karma. I never, I never treated anybody like shit at any point in my life to the point <laughs> where I'm going to have any karma come back. What? No. Now, I, was, I don't know why I started thinking about something completely different. Go ahead, Terrence. I'm just saying, I never treated nobody like shit. Yeah. Ever in my life. I've never been a bully, even when I was little. So, if you did that, if you was one of them niggas, bet. this your karma. Yeah, it is. It's funny. I, I, I like how you said you don't steal because you believe in karma. Because, I mean, we twins, but I, I literally think the same way. And it's funny you say I'll be at self-checkout because you know how, y'all know how it is at Target at that self-checkout. Them, they look, that little four-pack of Kit Kat, them little M&Ms, the wet ones, little hand sanitizer. That they be right there. real steely. They right there. I got to say, you know what? I might need some M&Ms. <laughs> Uh-huh, right in the bag. Lee, <laughs> what's my mask? Get out. All right, no But look, my bag go off. It must be the sheets. It must be the sheets. Te- I know that's on the receipt. It Target has like six to seven motherfuckers that's working undercover Yo, I would, AP. I would never steal. I would never steal for the same reason. He's doing self-checkout right next to you. Followed your black ass around the store. I could have sworn I scanned the M&M's. <laughs> look, they know you, it's something you stole. The Mike and Nikes went out? Yeah, nigga, you were trying to sell some Mike and Ike's? <laughs> I can't go back for two years, bro. <laughs> Hold up. It escalated? All right, look. I personally feel like 
well, let me say this. In this situation, there's the right thing to do, and then there is just, like, the right thing to do is to not do what bruh did. The right thing to do is say, damn, you know what? You used to clown me in high school, but you know what? I'm going to be bigger. I'm going to be the better person, mm-hmm. even if it's just leaving them alone. Sometimes you give them that look, and like I said, we're like with old bruh last week in the gym. Now it's your lady, feel me, looking at me. Now it's your lady right here. Now it's you shaking wibble wobble knees at the at the uh, mm. water fountain, looking at me. Yeah. And you know what? You can see it in their face when it's like, mm, the rabbit does have the gun. Yeah. Oh shit! I was telling Terrell this. If you clown somebody in high school, right, and then they see you in that situation, whether they do the right or wrong thing, you get what you deserve. Yeah. If he came up to you and said, damn, you used to clown me, just like bruh did. Bruh's in a Corolla. That make this even worse. You talk trash about this nigga. All right, let me, let me say, not say that. You trash talk this man. You put this man down. You make his life a living hell in school. Y'all don't want to focus on that part. That's what you hear from this dude. All of that in high school, you was the man. What the F happened to you? All of that. That low-key is pain because low-key, damn, you put me through a whole lot for mm-hmm. real. You, didn't, you thought it was funny back then, you know? And now you're going through a lot. And when I was going through a lot, it didn't matter to you because the jokes kept rolling. But now the joke's rolling on you. And it's yeah. rolling on you from a nigga that's in a, a Corolla. You should really feel shitty. And I'm, I'm going to tell y'all, it's some of y'all that's actively doing what bruh was talking about right now. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some of y'all that listen to this podcast and are bullies. Or, or you terrible pick, person. You pick on people. You think that you're better than somebody because you're taller or bigger or your mom and dad have more money and they can buy you shit. You think you're better than somebody and what you're doing is you going out your way to make their life a living hell for your game because it's making what, a, a girl mm-hmm. laugh. It's making your boys laugh. I'm going to tell you something, bro. This life has heels, mm-hmm. and you will find yourself at the very bottom of one, and you're going to be on your way back up, and it's going to be a nigga at the top of the hill <laughs> that you were sitting there talking shit about, and I'm telling you, like Not Terrell yet. said, I've never been the type of nigga to put another nigga down. I have talked shit about somebody before. I think mm-hmm. we all have. I think we've all talked shit about somebody before, and then, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. When I was in film school, I talked shit about this actress. Did, just didn't really like her like that. I just didn't like her on first impression. I didn't like her. I talked trash to another actor thinking that he ain't know her. But that community was like this. He mm. knew exactly who she was. And they was homies. So he relayed that message. And that was my first lesson that even an honest opinion on somebody can be taken the wrong way, especially from their camp. So you just got to really be careful about the relationships that you have now, because you don't know what that relationship is going to turn into mm-hmm. later. You don't know what type of situation you're going to be in. You don't know if the dude you picking on is going to be the only person that know you in this dangerous ass area. Yeah. This look, little Rodney that you always picking on, but all his cousins is hood niggas, and you around all these hood niggas. But guess who's there? Little Rodney. You're like, hey, 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 little Rod. You know me, right? You know how uh-huh. many times I've been in that position. Terrell, we've been in that position before. Uh-huh. I don't know none of these raw-ass niggas, but oh, that's my man right there. And, and I know since him, we good, yes. we all good. We just <laughs> yep. try and get in. Yo, yep, if you're 100%. not, 
That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all I'll that's say. That's a fact. For some of y'all who are sitting online and feeling bad about it, y'all got to understand y'all looking at that one side of the story. You would feel bad if you saw the other side, too. Nah, for sure. And you know what? A lot of that shit you're talking about when it comes to, like, bully culture and, like, the that putting people down shit, that shit's happening on the TL. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. really in school no more. But yeah. now it's even more of it online. And y'all, a lot of people hide behind profile pictures that aren't them and they... They keep their anonymity, but they get to say all the shit about you. That's why certain shit that you just don't put online. Because the world gets to have their real opinion. Like you said, where everybody looking at you, everybody, you they snatch your mask off, and they still got theirs on, but they still looking at your act. They're judging your actual <clears throat> face. That's the world we live in. 100%. But you know what? Like, the revenge is a dish best served cold. The reason why they say that is because... You know when you eat something, you get hot. The reason why they say it's best served cold because it's better to get vengeance when it's been time. When time changed and now it's like, oh, you thought you was going to get away with that shit. Yeah. That's why they say it's a dish best served cold. Yeah. It's a double on too because low key is just like, it's a, it's a dish best served in the worst way. Exactly. Like yep. I'm not going to, it, revenge is a dish that you serve cold like Terrence. Come my on, bad, bro. My bad. <laughs> I'm getting so used to having a conversation with you. I'm like, fuck the podcast. I'm getting ready to fuck say, come on. <laughs> but no, you're right. I definitely 100% think, like I said, the double on is definitely not something that's going to come easy. He should have expected that. You can see it in his face. Mm-hmm. Like, now, there were people that were saying that him doing that makes him no better. Puts It takes away from what happened to him in high school is what people were saying. People are saying the fact that you took the opportunity to, to bully the bully, it makes you know better than what he was back then. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. He ain't bully him. He just said, damn, you out here bad. Terrence, nah, he recorded him, put it out there. It was, it, that, that, could be, that could be received as a form of, you know, bully. I guess yeah. Yeah, you're right. That happened. I, and that, that's why I have that next thing. But what I don't thrill, but I don't think. All right, bet. And we're gonna leave this. And we'll get to, we'll get to that. Yeah. I don't think that he, like you said, it makes him no better than the person before. Now, yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either. Because I, I mean, believe like, in karma. That just sounds like the person who did something to somebody made that statement. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're no better than that person. It's like, yo, the world is fucked up. That, like, I get it. It just can't be spoken on. Like, oh, yeah, if I smack you and you just do the right thing and not smack me back. Oh, wow, you did the right thing. You handled your emotions. You didn't smack him back. You didn't inflict violence back. Yeah, but I still got smacked. And that's what people don't get. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you want him to be the bigger guy, but everybody who didn't experience what I experienced wants me to be the bigger guy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but nobody knows what I experienced. You can only give opinion. And that's the shit that be so annoying about a lot of the shit online. People... This dude made lemonade from scratch, right? Yeah. None of y'all niggas can make lemonade. He made it from scratch, squeezed lemon, had his own fucking sweetener, and everybody in the comments is like, he's using tap water. Oh, look at him, he's using this. I don't know why he just didn't use, and I'm like, I bet none of y'all know how to make lemonade from scratch, but everybody's a fucking expert right now. You know what I'm saying? Anything, anytime some shit hit the fan for real, everybody put on their... It's the same thing with these cases, with these situations where people say, oh, no, if he... If, if, if this is the case, he should have... you guilty of. Guilty of what? 
Guilty of speaking like you know some shit. Terrence, I be knowing shit. You just never want to give me credit. That's the difference. This bitch ass nigga never wants to give me credit. We can admit that we all are kind of guilty of speaking out of. Nah, yeah, for sure. Everybody becomes an expert. Everybody mm -hmm. has their own opinion. You're right. But sometimes it's like, yo, this motherfucker's making lemonade. Let him make it. Nah, yeah. Y'all don't even like lemonade like that. And you're not about to get a cup, bro. You're not getting a cup. And you know what? Um, speaking of another Philly, Philly gentleman by the name of Meek Mill, um, he said something that stuck out to me that I wanted to bring to the podcast because I think it opens the door to a, a specific conversation. He said, the biggest mistakes you can make in this game is having sex with the wrong females. Jealous men will try to destroy you quietly or find a way to dislike you. Y'all can keep them girls. I like my family and friends more. It's sad. That's on the heels of his beef with DJ Drama. But that sentence, right, that tweet, yeah. to me, when it comes to male jealousy, I thought it was very important to highlight because it is very true. And what I wanted to say about it was it could be your friend it could, hmm. it could be your, <laughs> it could be your friend, your family, your boss. I don't know. I was gonna ask you. I've been in plenty of situations where I've had a connection with a girl that I work with, or that works for me, or that's completely platonic. But since they trust me, you have an issue with it. You know what I'm saying? As another man, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you want to tell the story about your old GM. And how it was somebody that worked for you that he ended up being with. Remember? Do you want to say that or no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he didn't work for me. He didn't. I mean, but yeah. But not but like yeah. the way the way men think behind women. It don't matter what position in your life, whether it's your. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. could the dead ass go through some shit like that. Nah, one hundred percent, one hundred thousand percent. I've been in a situation where you'll just be around you know, a woman and bruh's energy just be on some different shit. Like, yo, your energy is mad weird right now. And I don't mean, like, just my boy. I mean, it could just be work. Like, in a situation where this girl's around and then your boss come around the corner like, yo, what time did you come in today? And you're like, I came in at 8. What time are you supposed to be here? 8. Okay. <laughs> you're like... Why am I being chin-checked like that? You look left and right, and you see, you know, shorty standing over there. It's like, oh, okay, so, like, this is a, a testosterone thing. Mm -hmm. Bro, I just grabbed this nuts in front of me, basically. I say this all the time. I'm grabbing my nuts. Like, I walk, if I ever, if I ever tell you, if I ever tell anybody, I say this all the time. If I walk, I, I'll say I walk in, I just grab my nuts. That just basically means I stopped feeling myself. I walked in, and I was feeling myself. As soon as I walked in, I just grabbed my nuts. Mm -hmm. I just walked in and put my nuts on the table. I say stuff like that all the time, but it just means I just walked in confident. Yeah. <laughs> Loki, dudes will show you they dudes will grab their nuts in front of you on some challenge shit. Uh-huh. Hey bruh, is that my seat? <laughs> and look, this is all fueled from her sitting right here. Mm -hmm. He could easily be like, you know how you have an interaction with a dude and we real it's real black men love each other. Hey, my bad, brother. Hey, look, just you know. Love, you're like, what is the animosity? Oh, shorty right there. Look, now I got the animosity. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. <laughs> what you going to do about it if it was you? Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, Rovio, hold up. I'm married. My kid's right here. That's a fact. 
Now, this is what I say too. It's it can manifest itself in other ways. I think that the reason why I think that shit is important, bro, is because he said they will try to destroy you quietly or find out a way to dislike you, and that is a fact. Find out a way. I'm not gonna you know use names, but my man was telling me that he used to work and his girl worked, and they both work for the same person, right? And the person that worked for him used to say little shit to his girl on some flirty shit, right? Yeah. So y'all boss is fucking with your girl on some flirty shit, you know? Not real, like, inappropriate, but, like, you could tell, all right, he got a thing. And what he said, what used to happen was he used to start treating him like shit. He yeah. used to start telling him, go help these motherfuckers over here. Go do this, go do this, and have his girl stay with him, and we going to do this together. But I'm going to oh, shoo you away. But yeah. since I'm your boss... You got to. I I get to, but I get to flex that, you know what I'm saying, what I tell you to do. Didn't I tell you? In front of your girl. See, niggas cruddy, bro. Niggas are petty, I'm telling you. Niggas are definitely petty as shit. The power, the 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 power dynamic with shit like that. And what was the what was the main thing Meek Mill said in his uh post? He said the biggest th- mistakes you can make is uh having sex with the wrong females. And what he's saying is based around like some of these industry joints yeah. that everybody deals with that could burn, burn unintentionally bridges, burn bridges for you. That's why he said, I'd rather just do it, my keep my family close yeah. as opposed to dealing with these, these joints. It just seemed like most of these rappers want the same joints. It don't seem like there's a lot to choose from. And I get on Instagram every day, you know, and it's women everywhere. And I don't think that it's women everywhere like... How you would say, like, I'm not saying these dudes have plenty of options. I know how it is. I, I know how it is with materialism and just people wanting you for what you have uh-huh. and your money. But, I mean, like, for somebody like Meek, I'm like, yo, bro, why do you not have, like, a, a wife and kids at this point? Like, why do you not have a main joint and kids? Like, one thing that, like, he does have kids, had a main joint, but not like Rick Ross... You should have your like your main lady with kids. Like some of these older rappers, like don't Two Chains got a wife and then his son does the podcast? Yeah, that is it. Like, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill is just like, oh, you the worst thing you can do is out here have sex with a different bunch of different women. It's like, how old is he? Let me see. Meek Mill, wasn't you just with that bad joint? You had a baby with her, and then then all of a sudden y'all wasn't together, bro. What happened with that? Don't tell me it was she was tripping. He thirty six. <laughs> Like, what happened with that? Because this is my thing. How are we going to take advice from some of you, Nick? Nah, yeah, that's true. Like, me, can I take that advice from you, bro? Nah, you do still, though. You take it with a grain of salt, but what he's saying is actually very true. Because I don't want the dating part to get lost in the fucking male jealousy part. And how that shit could keep you from jobs. It could keep you from certain opportunities. That's very true. Like, if you got an opportunity to talk to the girl that everybody want at work, bro, do you really want to invite that smoke? Because you're going to get the girl, but you're going to get all of this. You can get all of the, all, all, everybody, mm-hmm. now you got problems. So that's kind of what Terrell's saying too. Like, the girl that everybody wants in your neighborhood, the guy that all of y'all want, you, you and your ladies, all of y'all love this one guy. You need to think about the risk that you take with embarking on that journey because I you think, might be leaving people behind, for real. Nah, yeah. But you'll leave the right ones behind. Ah, but you don't know. But, but Meek Mill's not saying that. But basically, but that's true. But I think it's different, though. I don't know why I'm making it a male thing. I think with us, I don't know if I can just relate to that. I feel like women, 
are a little bit more loyal when it comes to that spectrum than we are. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. If you ever had a thing for a chick who's friends with another chick, once you have that intimate connection with the one girl of the friend group, you can't select the whole friend group. You can't talk to no, none of her friends. Depending on the friend group. Depending on the friend group. Some, but normally, but think about if you meek. But in my experience, it's been that. Yeah. With men, though. But you're not meek. I, it ain't just about meek. Think about it. As a man, your man could have talked to a joint before. Yeah. But if he never smashed or if it was never nothing, you could talk to her. Yeah. Only reason why I say you ain't meek because meek and them be on some bring your friendship. I ain't fucking if her friend ain't fucking too. I don't know if these niggas really be on that stuff that they say in they raps, but yes. That is definitely about to shorten your list of chicks if she can't fuck you without a friend. What does that have to do with anything, Terrence? That has nothing to do with what we saying. We talking about jealousy. I'm Ooh. only talking about like when you're a meek meal and like you just said, you could talk to this one girl but if you talk to her you can't get it the rest of the friend group but when you meek meal you can oh well, when yes. you a rapper you could fuck her and then yeah, fuck her friend you might be fucking up but like you right but i'm talking about regular people Terry. i might talking about these celebrities that you. get to have these you. fucking you take you basically saying like i'm saying in his turns for the for the but in a universe like, in a universal yeah. could you right though he is talking about some industry level shit yeah. I just received it in a universal way. And I get it. It's just you know, like, yeah, you're 100% right when you say, you know, you really have to think about the position you're putting yourself in with some of the people you talk to. Sometimes it ain't worth it. And I like the fact that he said that some, they'll find a way to not like you because a nigga will be like, I don't like the way he do this and do that. But it really be because of how you are or how your energy is. Nah, hell yeah. I remember, I, had a, I remember I had this issue with this dude. He got in my face. Nigga wanted to fight me and all of that at, at work. And I remember when we got in the back office, I said, you being influenced by these women. Like, you're being influenced by women. Because I remember I went up to him and he was like, you think you can talk to me any type of way? And I'm like, literally, what are you talking about? Like, there, I, you know, you haven't been tested. You know how you be. Give more context to that story. Um, we was making big changes at, we was just making big changes at work. And I was in charge of facilitating them changes. So very simply, y'all, uh, if we was all writing with a Sharpie and they said they want us to write with pencil, I came up, I would come to you and be like, hey, y'all, I know we got the Sharpies, but we about to write with pencils. I literally went up to Brian and was like, hey, bro, I see you using that Sharpie, but look, we, we got everybody switching the pencils now. They don't want us using the Sharpie, so. And bro literally told me, I'm going to keep using the Sharpie, so I don't care what you talking about. I put on my mother. Put on my mother. And I'm like... You know, when you work in, in retail, I'm like, okay, there's a retail response, and then there's just fuck you, just disrespect. <laughs> so now I'm looking at both of those two. Like, okay, you'll have somebody say something wrong that work for you, but then you have somebody disrespect you that work for you. Mm -hmm. both, both of them is work for you. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, just repeated myself type shit. Just was like, yo, like, this is not really a me thing, you know? It's something that that we changing, so, you know, I know you might want to use the Sharpie, but, you know, we're using the pencils, so. And he dead ass told me, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I'm going to keep using the Sharpie. I said, bet, like, if you don't want to, like, get with the program forever, we don't need you up here. Because bro was volunteering anyway. 
And he was like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't got to be a I don't give a fuck. I said, give me the, give me the Sharpie. Put the Sharpie in my hand. I'm like, all right, bet you can, you can step this nigga out of my face. And was like, you think you can talk to me any type of way? I'm like, I didn't ask you to do nothing but like your job. You, you know what I'm saying? But y'all don't realize all of this is coming from the, just the women that we are around. Me and bro been cool. We've been cool for this whole time. As soon as you get up here around these women, now you got a problem with me. I've been the same nigga. Like, but you had a problem with me. Do you know why, though? Guess who's not worried about any woman, wasn't worried about any woman in that store? The only nigga not worried about these bitches in here. Me. So, what does that equal, Terrell? It just make you move What different. do we say about the yoga nigga? People will fuck with you because you're the only one that's not really yeah. on some you're the only one creep-ass that's not really, energy. Yeah. So... You might read the way somebody else might be around me and it just make you not like me because, like you said, it might not even be women. It could just be like all the customers fucking with you and they don't like you. Nah, yeah. Oh. You know? Jealousy. It's like, damn, how the fuck he... How, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember, bro, when, when, when the joints in the store coming up to you asking you what you want for lunch... And they're not going to everybody else. What you about to get? Oh, get me something. Mm -hmm. Are you getting ready to go to such and such? What get me? And some I know y'all know this when your customer, when a customer come in and your, your coworker think, oh, I got you right here. And they say, uh, nah, we, I'm waiting for her right here. Oh, nah, I'm waiting for him right here. They be getting a little ego struck by that. Ego struck. You know why? Because who came in happy to see them? Did you count? Nah. They yet. didn't count either because it was zero. And you know what? That's an ego. That is a that's a big decision you gotta make. When I had a I had an employee step to me before, and honestly, it's chess. I'm gonna play the chess. That's with the you. dude you, that you was fighting in the in the in the break room. Terrell fought this dude in the break room, broke his nose. He got Terrence, fired. Don't lie. Do not lie. I've never put my hands on an employee. Come on, bro. You never put that stripe on my belt. I'm the most ethical nigga. I will play the most biggest chess with you. You can be mad at me all you want. I've had a person that come. I had that would have made the podcast more entertaining, Terrell. Terrence. I had to drive up there. <laughs> Look, niggas will be at work. Terrence gave y'all the light version of that story that was Listen. with him. They had to pull them two apart. That's what he's not telling y'all. It was whatever. His situation, he's making it seem like, yeah, he got on my face. And I was just like, I didn't. Nah, that's not the story that I was told. Because y'all don't, this is what y'all don't get. When we used to work, I was a nigga that was here. And Terrence was kind of like a little bit more surface level. Think Snowpiercer, right? Terrell's at the front of the train. I'm in the back one there. I'm in the back of the train. Anyway, so we get, I get word of shit. Motherfuckers let me know shit. When that happened, my phone rings. And I'm like, I know this nigga's not fighting about to lose his job. And look, how we gonna pay our rent? We in the <laughs> trenches. We was in the trenches. I'm out there with a the nigga on the sidewalk. Got my motherfucker. <laughs> I'm outside. Terrell got the luxury life. He in there telling people what to do. I'm in there asking people for help. Terrence, play, Terrence don't get it. He just, he, he, he don't get it. I don't get it. Y'all don't realize I was in an area of, this is not just Terrell wanting to do his job and Terrence was just not wanting to do his job. Nah, Terrell was in the nice house with the work, working water and the hot showers and the food on the table with the silverware. I'm out here. How we is both that like, When you get done your spoon, give me a spoon. And when you get done your plate, I'm going to put my food on my plate. Terrence, I had to legit do more shit than you. I had wait. I had so much more responsibility. This motherfucker was in that joint with his AirPods and listening to music. Come on, bro. You hear that? That's how they know you on bullshit. Trump. It ain't got a oh, <laughs> <I'm> freedom. <laughs> <laughs> <Some> real shit. 
I immediately heard Simon started thought- thinking of his trauma from his job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I'm not shitting on y'all, but we all got that job trauma. We could all get all into it. All I'm going to say is play chess with niggas that practice jealousy. It's always chess. Niggas are going to try to do they shit and stun on you. It don't matter if it's your boss or whatever. Play the chess that they trying to play. Right. Because most niggas is just playing checkers. They trying to jump you. They trying to get a quick king. But you don't even realize I'm look. You I don't know I don't know the terms. You don't even realize I got an ace on it. What's the name of the joint on the side? <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize I got a knight in three chambers. What is it? <laughs> nah, you you don't even realize that I got a knight or a fucking. Telling you, I'm getting ready to take take you I'm down. I'm getting ready to knock you off. I move step back to step over. I mean, but nigga stepped to me and was like, "You don't run the shit in the back, so I don't have to take orders from you on some worry about the sales team shit." I'm like, all right. I said, you know what, bro? You got it. It's all good. But guess what happened? I go to his boss and say, your man, I'm writing his ass up because he just disrespected me. Right? And you know what I do next? I bring you in the office with your boss. I have your boss call you in the office, my peer. Bring you in the office, and it's me there. What if What if it's... And now your boss, me and your boss writing you up for what you did to me because you thought you could check me. And instead of me checking but you with my words, I'm not about to. Yeah, I'm gonna check you in the business. Come side. on, bro, I'll get you out of here. Let's see if you could pay that rent that I know you gotta pay. Who you think is charging them hours? Y'all say me. Y'all see how you? Y'all see how you used to do? You see it's how you treat his employees? Because it's chess, bro. Because he was hiring and Te- firing. Ask anybody. When you're that- getting just ask- next in line. We don't give a damn ask about anybody that, that worked for me, bro. Crew. I was the best. I was the most. I was the most. Ask anybody that worked for me, bro. I was the most accommodating person. But don't cross me, bro. I couldn't believe. I know this game. I couldn't believe bro I got in my face. Let me keep you. I'm going to give you the end of this story. After he got in my face, we wasn't really that cool afterwards. But you know, when we got, when the, when the company ended up doing what they did, they let my boy go. Uh, they let my boy E go. And I didn't fuck with it. They let my boy E go. They let somebody else go. And they let a couple people go. And, and the dude that got in my face was one of them. Um... I knew that everything that had happened with that was emotional. I knew it was based on the people around us and stuff like that. And I didn't value the way that the company was letting them go. So people don't know this, but when I quit my job, I quit with everybody they was leaving with. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all firing them, then y'all going to fire me too. And it was it was definitely like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Because I was part of like leadership. But I went up to that dude and I told him, I said, Majority of our time that we had in here was nothing but respect, bro. And I was like, that little situation, I'm not carrying outside of this. I was like, I wish you the best with your career, your life, your fam. Bro, we had a real ass moment where we was like, yo, fuck that bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was bullshit. And look, that's, that's, that's us being on real man time. Like, yo, hey, look, outside of here, that shit means nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We leave that shit on the field. I look at it like, let's say I play for the Ravens, you play for the Saints. You get in my face, you grab my face mask, I'm like, up you, we might do whatever. After the game, I'm going to say, hey, bro, it's, ga- it's the game. It's the game. Uh-huh. It ain't fuck that nigga. Unless you, unless you perfect. <laughs> unless it's Cortland Finnegan and Andre Johnson. Yeah, or you want some <laughs> yeah. uh, Golden Tate, Jalen Ramsey shit, where yeah. you done fucked my sister. <laughs> but if, it's, if it was a part of the game, if it was a, like, even if it's late hit that I got pissed off about, me and Terrell know how to keep it business. And, and like you said, it ain't about popping off but because you, of your who you are and putting your nuts on the table. You got to know when to put your nuts on the table and when to say, you know what? 
This one, I'm going to put my nuts on the table. Terrell could have put his nuts on the table and said, motherfucker, I'll tell you what to do right now. I'll send you home right now. But, you he, kept, look, but he kept his nuts. He didn't touch his nuts. <laughs> he, he waited until he got with his boss. And then when bro walked in, Terrell had one nut in one chair and one nut in the left chair. I got so much <laughs> nut, I can't even, I don't Terrence, even know where right. to put these nuts. All right, all right, all right, all right. But it's chest. I need extra space for these nuts. That was just a respect thing, though. That was like a call for respect. But this is my thing, too, Terrence. You was able to do that because you, you niggas. You didn't take a pride. You didn't take a pride here, right? Y'all didn't say I didn't say it one time. But this nigga say he has so much nut. Pause. He's nut rageous. Pause. <laughs> oh, whoa. He said what? <laughs> hey, the Reese's, y'all seen that posted on my story. He's Reese, nut rageous. Reese's got a nut rageous bar. <laughs> <laughs> that I swear. Reese's bar was nut rageous. <laughs> They say. It says nut rage is big on it. Can you imagine? As you at the uh, dollar store, said, "Let me get a pack of Newports, two two Trojans, and a nut rage." A Comex, and give me one of them nut rages. <laughs> you gotta just, and let me get a nut rage. You look behind; they pretty good. Hey, you know what we were talking about? That joint probably is fire. That joint probably, mm. joint probably fire. Cut the hands. Relax. That's crazy. We talking about nut rage. Nut rages. <laughs> That's the same pose. <laughs> he said that joke probably. Mm, look, he's he's smitten by it. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But Terrence, <laughs> you was able to have that conversation with bro because you didn't take a pride hit from having the conversation. A lot of people feel like, I'm not about to go and mend shit with that motherfucker. He said, fuck me, but because that's your pride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also, are you taking it out off the field? Because if you are, if I were to take his disrespect off the field, if I didn't know, like what we was talking about, if I didn't know that a lot of that came from this confusing environment, mm -hmm. if I really thought, damn, I don't know why he got a problem with me, but he got a problem with me, I might have took it off the field or away from work. Not but yet. since I knew it came from work, that was the only reason why you I didn't have the function the of the behavior, yeah. yeah? Facts. Yeah, man. Hey, look, I love that topic. Shout out to everybody out there that's just, just, just grinding your day jobs. You're facing these situations where you might not have the upper hand like Terrell. That's where I was at, y'all, where you keep your <laughs> mouth shut. Why does no. he make me the... <laughs> you see how Terrell's like, the rent you got to pay? Rent you got to pay? Terrence, because I did, I, bro, I'm the most, I'm the most un non You wouldn't have wanted to hear from me if you would have said some shit like that to me. Go ahead. Leave your tag right here. Cause look, I leave that tag right on your cheek. And, and you know what? That's cool. Cause guess what? I got to a point where a nigga called my bluff. And guess what I did? Left the keys, leave it, dropped out, dropped my keys off on Friday, and I'm out. <laughs> it's just a right time. It's a right time and a wrong time. They would have been like, why'd you smack him? The motherfucker talked about my rent and my family, my kids. I would have been like Jim Jones. I would, that's why I was laughing earlier. Cause when you was talking, I thought you was Jim Jones. Y'all remember that viral Jim Jones? Uh interview where he was talking like this and he was like I never if I ever lose any money my family my kids if we not wearing Chanel this I mean we wearing we oh, yeah, Chanel he bags and everything <laughs> he was crying you know what my family I'm the realest man in my family calm down Jim Jones what's going on bro <laughs> This man, my family, we're not wearing Nike or, or Gucci right now demons. okay but if we're not wearing that now later we're wearing Gucci this many everything that's like yo what's going on with you bro he was fighting demons is You're what good? he was doing come but, on Trey. All right, bet. This is some random shit that I thought of. Fuck it. We not even supposed to be doing this pod. <laughs> are we podding, though? I feel like we in it. Hey, look. These are authentic moments that got ruined because a phone was involved, right? Uh, and I wanted to ask you what you thought about this, because you may agree or may not. And I want to I know if you think it's ever a situation where this is actually okay, right? Crying. 
So if somebody's crying, right? Yeah. And they take their phone out and they record it. This is the saddest shit that ever happened. And they're like, boohoo crying. Or the people that set their phone up on their tripod, hit record, back off, and they sit on the step and they start crying. To me, you ruined this. Yeah. Because you had to eventually stop crying and come hit the boom, boom, boom to stop the video. You had to. <sighs> Look. <laughs> Get up and turn the camera off. To me, that's an authentic moment that just gets ruined because you just had to record it. Because why you do that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do you agree? I agree. And Is there nobody... ever a time you can record yourself crying? I was going to tell you, if you are recording yourself giving like a confessional, and you're like, me and my girlfriend were together, and we just broke up, and I'm getting on here to talk about it. And then you're talking, and then you cry, yes. and you wipe the tears and say, I just get emotional because I really fucked with... Mm -hmm. That is like, okay, you're expecting to see crying. Yeah. I, that, to me, is more genuine. Because yeah. the purpose of the video isn't, let me show me crying. It just happened to happen because you were doing something else. Or if you overwhelmed, like you happy about some shit, like somebody just surprised you and you crying yeah. or something like that, to me, that makes sense. If somebody else is recording you and you're crying, you good. You good. It wasn't, it wasn't you. And if somebody recorded you crying and you used that for later reference, it's a very thin line that we playing ah, with, yeah. but you're fine. Like you've seen the, the fitness videos where they was like, I was once here. I seen this dude and he was just on the ground crying and he was kind of thick. And then later he was in the gym and he was just like, yes, sir. You ever seen that drink where it's like, <laughs> you it's like the little, all I know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking he about. He just looks sweet. <laughs> I don't know how it goes, but whatever. It's the, it's the drink with the Cardi in the back. Cardi, I know what you, I know what you're talking Cardi about. Cardi got all of the he before <laughs> after music. Him, Destroy, Lonely, all these niggas. But look, uh, I definitely think if you're doing that's it like odd. that, that's fine. When we know you deliberately hit play to cry, like the girl who was like, woke up and my snake was dead. She put, I woke up and my snake was dead. And she's literally sitting on the floor crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to laugh. And it's not funny that her snake died, but it is kind of like, we did, this isn't video of mm. the moment you caught the Put snake. the phone down. Yeah. Now, yeah. So this dude was like, the dude made the parody. It was like a Spanish dude who made a, a parody where he went and was like, oh my God, my phone, my, my snake's dead. He went and grabbed <laughs> his phone, set it up, grabbed the snake, and then started crying. <laughs> like, it is very weird. All right, what else you got on that list? Because crying is definitely something that got ruined by, by the 100%. Recording yourself giving to the homeless. Giving to the homeless. 100%. Phones made it seem less genuine. It makes it seem less genuine to me because if you, because are you doing this because you really want to give to the homeless or are you doing this because you want people to say, oh, you're such a good person and you really feeding for an oxytocin dopamine release. Mm -hmm. And even before the you phones, people was fixing for that. Even mm -hmm. before the phones, if I gave somebody $5 for, for, for a homeless man, $5 and I came home and I said, you know what? I've been feeling so good today. I know I'm God's blessing. I'm getting blessing other people. Guess what I did today? I gave a person five. <laughs> Why are you telling this person? Not because you're looking for the, oh, really? You're a great person for that. Nah, yeah. I always say, like, when, when I have my kid, I will make, I will probably do more for the homeless. Yeah. You know, just to show 
that this is what you do. You know what I'm saying? To show like that grace, to show taking care of the less fortunate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But recording it, people that this is what people do. <sighs> For my New Year's resolution, I'm gonna be a turn of a new leaf. So I decide I'ma eat better and I'ma start taking care of the homeless. And it's like, see, but you see, that's a fine line. Cause it's like, okay, this is your new year, but like, yeah. that's why I said it just gets ruined by your phone. You mm -hmm. can tell us that and say, oh, I actually gave to the homeless. But to me, it's nothing wrong with talking about that, but the act recording is like, it. Right. I put recording yourself checking somebody for disrespect. Like recently, what happened with gun playing uh, DJ Envy? Did you see that? Basically, DJ Envy told Rick Ross that something happened with Gunplay, and Gunplay had to do a GoFundMe. Yeah. Right? Gunplay called DJ Envy and was like, I just don't understand why you had to use my family situation in your thing. And oh, he, he set up something for Gunplay because of Rick Ross. Like, yo, let's remember, help you know Gunplay DJ because. You know, DJ Envy and Rick Ross been going back and forth. Mm. Basically, Envy was taking a shot at Rick Ross by saying, why did your artists have to start a GoFundMe to crowdsource money when he signed to you? Why couldn't you, as a boss, give him the mm. money he needed? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is actually a good point by Envy. Yeah. But Gunplay re is recording on video his phone. The phone is just on the phone call. Yeah. Like, all you see is a phone call, and he's talking, but you're recording. And he's like, I slapped the shit out of you, Envy. You know that. Don't bring my wife up because that affected my wife, whatever. That, you just ruined this very authentic moment because you recorded this conversation and put it out. I yeah. guess you want people to see that you checked him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus just doing it. You know who don't do that? Jay. They said Jay will check you. You know how people always say that? Jay, he, he will check you. Like, certain, and honestly, I, I hate to use that example like him because regular people do it all the time. Yeah. And don't have to come to the... And I don't know why that reminds me of, like, even in, like, the NBA with this John Moran situation. I feel like people aren't looking to, like, people aren't looking to show backdoor respect or clean up a situation backdoor, especially if it's out in the, in the, in the open. Mm -hmm. And I think the only reason why I bring up the John Moran situation with some of these players is you don't see these players saying, yo, I reached out to Ja. He's going to be straight. You don't see that. You see these players come out and take these stances in the media for the media hit. And Not it's yet. like, you want to then act like you're this person who's about the family, support, the respect. And, yeah. But real family and real, oh, I'm sorry, real support, real respect, real cleaning shit up is what you're talking about where, yo, let's have the phone call, but it don't need to be recorded. Not People yet. don't need, like, for sure. if you really going to have my back on some shit, or you really want to clean some shit up, it yep. look better when it ain't all for the cameras. Because telling me I need to get my act together on camera, I'm going I'm to receive that different than if you yeah. tell me to me on my phone or you, you, you call me and my pops with it or, or something like that. But getting on your platform and telling me I need to get my fucking act together, all of that, how you think somebody going to respond to now, that? Like, and a good example of the opposite of that is when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson and Denzel Washington went to him. Will Smith told us that he said, yo, be careful because in your highest moment, that's when the devil comes to you, whatever. Will Smith had to give us that, though. Mm -hmm. Like, in his lowest moment, nobody was trying to get a moment. It was like, I got to be there and support him because he just did some crazy shit. But let me show him support first. Yeah. 
Will didn't have to tell us that Denzel said that. You know what I'm saying? We still don't know what Samuel Jackson said in that moment, but mm-hmm. they was there for the support. It was authentic. Because we can watch you make a mistake, but still be down behind you because you got out. We got his jersey on. Like, my teammate could push you, but as soon as you push him, I'm like, come on, bro. No, we yeah, know exactly. he wrong, though. But you yeah. need to chill. And that's why y'all don't realize that in the John Moran situation, Terrell unfolded it. He, he kind of told me I was more of the Denzel Washington type where I immediately went to Ja's backyard. I went to Ja's family side. I went to the Ja cousin side and was like, yo, let's chill because this is a mistake. But really? And like face the noise with them. The issue you had was with the fact that they weren't the Denzel side. I would not say you was Denzel. I was Denzel because I have an issue with all of these other people getting out here. And like I just said, you want to get on your platform and get some shit off. Not yet. Instead of playing. I like the big homie OG role, y'all. I'm cool with, like, Jalen Rose. A lot of accountability conversation is in that, though. So, let's just move on. (laughs) Uh, This is a one that's going to be a little controversial. But prayer. I think it's weird when people record themselves praying. To Mm -hmm. me, to me... You can do what you want, but I feel like that's a sacred conversation supposed to be between you and God. That's in the Bible. One thing that I definitely know that's in the Bible is that they say you're not supposed to tell people when you pray. You're not supposed to pray out, out loud because if I'm not mistaken, y'all you better be right. You, you, <laughs> the if Bible not, thumpers will come get you. If I'm not mistaken, apparently they say like like we like like what you don't like is exactly what I I believe that God wouldn't like, which is. Are you praying to talk to me or are you praying to show other people that you prayed? The same way we said you went and gave food to the homeless? Mm-hmm, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, I just got done praying. Not All you. right, but believe it or not, in the Bible, you're not supposed to be out here boasting with it. That's why I, I feel the same way, Terrell. The people who be on reels. Yeah, like to me, like that's such a sa- supposed to be such a sacred thing that you're using to, like you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, some people do it to try to promote people turning their life around to God or whatever. Yeah. So there's a, I can understand some of it, but then some of the time, some of it looks like business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't want to talk about is the business of religion. That's why I like the Joel, the Joel Osteens and T.D. Jakes and stuff like that and, and the way that they push it through the media and they big, big churches and you stay up late at night and you see that scary white man. He's like this all the time. Why? You know? That dude? Why? I don't even know who he is, Why? but he's like this. He's thicker, but he's going to ask you. He's going to tell you to – he's going to be sitting in a chair, and it's going to be a 1-800 number on the bottom, and they like, yo, those are the people that's like, I woke up in the morning, and it was $15,000 in my mailbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like – because I bought this quarter whole yeah. water. That is, to me, that is – that to that's me is it. very like, whoa, nah. like, hold up. Like, that's an extreme version that's of what – That's an extreme what, version of it, of what people will do behind. Cause it, that's what those are. Those that's just taking the inauthentic, inauthenticity way too far. And this is for some of my Christians that's listening to this. For, for all of my religious folks out there, um, a question that I had for y'all that I just thought was a, uh, a funny one that was on a TL. We gonna get to the next your next joint because we ain't gonna get into it. I'm gonna just ask y'all. They asked these Christians. They said, "Would you rather have five minutes for Jesus or five million dollars?" Y'all, what's your answer to that? What is y'all answer to that, to that question? Christians, or for my people who are super religious, five minutes with God or five million dollars. 
I'm asking y'all because just watching some of these answers, I cannot, I just cannot believe. Some okay, of the answers. Say, I'm just gonna okay. leave it. Give a little context because it is funny. Because I remember what you told. I remember when you told me this. Because <laughs> the video that I saw, a dude said, "Well, you know, I talk to God every day. I talk to God every every night, morning, and every evening. I know God, so I know my relationship with God. So I would take the five million. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're gonna take five million dollars over the person? Wouldn't you give your life for?" Wouldn't, isn't this the person who is perfect? Isn't this the person that knows everything? This is the person you're living your whole life. Your whole life is devoted to this person, to, to this entity, not person. Cause I'm disrespecting them by saying person, the greatest thing ever, right? I'm supposed to lay everything down for it. You taking $5 million over five minutes with them, but you're going to try to tell everybody to join your religion, right? Right? This is not me speaking like I'm not. I'm not being an atheist or anything. I believe in God. That's why I am quite appalled that some <laughs> of you heathens will claim to be so religious <laughs> and so devoted that you're going to pick five million American dollars, dirty money. Money is the most evilest <laughs> thing on earth. You're going to pick that over five minutes with the person that is the almighty. You get five minutes. None of us has seen anything. None of us. We all are living on, on a prayer for real. Not for real. You get five minutes and some of y'all are picking five million. You are not getting in. God going to say, hold on, was I supposed to see you a minute ago? <laughs> and now you 80 with uh, whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> Elevator down. Boom, boom. It's going to start getting hot. <laughs> oh, shit. Terrence, this is kind of dis is is disrespectful. <laughs> it's disrespectful to not take the, 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 the five minutes with Jesus. Let me just do my next one. <laughs> hey, look, because I, I believe with you. I, I agree with you. Look, if y'all get that five minutes, then we can put all of this with Jesus Black thing to rest. That's we all saying. know the truth. But everybody else need to know. Take the five. Right. Five minutes with Jesus. Uh, FaceTime. <laughs> hey, God. <laughs> oh, wait. Terrence? <laughs> hey. I put, okay. Another more moment that gets ruined by phone. Terrence not going to like this. Recording yourself on the treadmill for five seconds and then getting off. For Why a would I not like that? For a clip for your video. Y'all not letting the phone run for your whole 20-minute, 10-minute run. You recording it for five seconds, <laughs> and then you get off and, talk, and stop. And I don't believe y'all doing real... Hey, look, I don't believe y'all doing real cardio. I think you just doing that shit for aesthetic in your reel. Authentic moment ruined. You know what another one, Terrence? Hold on, I don't get a response on that. I have a okay. reel with a couple walking videos. One that Terrell's in. I record it. Stop my workout. Stop my phone. Continue my work. <laughs> you don't know if I did it or not. Next topic. <laughs> to me, it's just inauthentic. Just I do your you. run. Uh, all y'all that get in the bed and act like you sleep and waking up. Okay, yeah. For your real, you doing you you put the cover on you after you know you've been up. Y'all gotta really think about how crazy some people really look, and we kind of fall for the aesthetic. But you was dead ass up. You got up to record this. Niggas legit change their clock yeah, so that it goes off at 6 a.m. so they can hit the button. I seen somebody the other day 
The clock went from 558 to 6 uh, from 559 to 6 p 6 a.m. Yeah. He reached over, hit the button, stretched and got up. And I said, "You either got up earlier than 6 to hit the record for this?" Yeah. Or you changed your clock back 2 minutes for the video. Let me say this real quick cuz in some of my film studies, I've noticed the issue that we have with it is just simply the language. It's the language in which it's presented. And I'm telling you, you wouldn't have a problem with these videos and we wouldn't have a problem with the aesthetic videos if they were presented with a different language. If you think about the language that they use, they say, morning routine, this is my morning routine, or this is how mornings go for me. That language is the same language as this is my phone. This is my shirt. This is my room. Like, it's said to make you believe that it is truly mine. But look, imagine if the language is a little bit different. And imagine instead of me saying, this is my morning routine, imagine me saying, this is what a perfect morning routine would look like for me. Mm -hmm. Then you would say, okay, he's creating what he believes to be a perfect morning routine. Okay, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And on a more serious term, like I always talk about this, like I was watching Power the other day, and no spoilers, but kind of jaw like. It's not really a spoiler, but all right, I'm no spoiler. The dude was supposed to be meeting with the girl, right? And he's pressuring her to meet him. And she's like, fine, I'll meet. We'll meet at the Richard Tower at 8. I'm like, language is what fucks people's mind up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and it's, it, it is the, the smallest language can flip the way that your audience perceives what's getting ready to happen. Her saying, hmm, okay, we'll meet. We'll meet tonight at the Richard Tower at 8. Hold up. How can you, who's trying to be convinced to meet, Tell him we're gonna meet tonight at the Richard Tower at eight. Hold up, that's a whole lot with bruh got going on. I don't believe. Think about that language. What's makes, more real? That language made me not really believe the setup. So, and this is what I was telling myself. What language would make my audience believe what they see? Cause I, I, I immediately when I was watching it, I'll check out when I see shit like that. We'll meet at the Wilson Tower at nine. If you're not a business person. Nobody in real life talks like that. If I tell you, me and you going to meet, I'm never going to talk to you like that ever. That's why I feel like language makes us not believe. So what could she have said to make you believe the situation? Well, the situation could have went the same way it always does. I'm going to give you the most simplest response she could have said instead of saying, we'll meet at the Richard Tower by 8. She can say, fine, where do we meet? Easy. Scene ends there. We right. don't need her to give us directions. We don't need to scene. know that they're going to the Richard Tower. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that. They could just show up at the Richard Tower. She could say, I don't want to do that. I don't really want to do it. And he's like, or she could be like, fine, let's, fine, I, fine, I'll do it. And he's like, okay, bet. This is where we meet. Cut. We don't need to know how it was set up. Because now you're going to make me believe something that I don't even need to know about. Uh -huh. What do they call it? They call it... Uh, Expositional writing. Expositional, yeah. What, they, what did they use? What is screen... Uh, what did, um, Expositional something cinem cliche. Cinema yeah. sins used to say something about yeah. it. Expositional something. Clunky something. exposition or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, that's it. Clunky exposition. If you don't know what that is, that's when somebody gives detail that you wouldn't have got it if they didn't say it because they didn't write for it. It's almost like if I said, hey, Terrence. 
What's going on? Because I know you're not going to think about going to get that ice cream that we're supposed to be going to get later. Right. It has nothing to do with the scene. It's it literally just, is <laughs> expositional writing sets up things for later with our dialogue. Right. Meaning, I'll tell Terrell, this is expositional writing right here. Scene starts. What's up, bro? Yo. Man, I'm just not really happy about this shit, man. Why not? Man, from me sitting around all day waiting for a fucking job to call back, struggling with school, not making a football team, I'm depressed. <laughs> Listen to all of the expositional <laughs> writing you got. Okay, so he now did, we know he he's did. waiting for a job. <laughs> he didn't make a team. He's struggling with school, and he's depressed. And you got that all in a sentence. So now when you say, oh, there goes Rodney. He's here at the game. And you see me with my head low? Don't you know why? Because you got that exposition uh, right. You got the exposition. Sometimes it works. Sometimes work. it works. And then <laughs> other times it goes very Sometimes bad. Sometimes it's very bad. Like, fine. We'll meet at the Richard Tower at eight. Oh my God. Like, what am I watching? Is this Batman Beyond? That isn't terrible, terrible, though. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. What you just did was some Coop all, all, all American shit. With the, what we, the scene we just did? Man, this man is a clown. I don't even know why this dude's in town. Look at his face. Is that a smile or a frown? So, man, his head's not square, man. It's round. Oh, my God. You just got cooped. <laughs> oh I think she's American. still alive in that joint. All-American is a... I can't believe I think she's still alive that. in that joint, too. Oh, Troy, you got more. You got more, right? I do. I have one more from that that I got something completely different. Uh, act, sitting on your couch and acting like you're reading in a video. <laughs> Me and Troy, you're not recycling reading. shit at this point because we thought about this, but you're right. It did ruin reading. Y'all aren't really reading. And I know somebody, though, because that's, that's what I say. It's a fine line. Because I know somebody that says, I read 10 pages a day. And I don't put any pressure on myself to read more than that. I sit down and read 10 pages. And if I can't get 10, I'll do five. But eventually, I'll get done that book. And he had, like, a pic video of him doing that. That is different than you niggas making your bed, acting like you stretched and looked at the sun and made some sweet-ass chamomile matcha tea. And then now you want to read... The 48 Laws of Power, and you always in the middle of the book on the 24th law. Fuck out of here. All right. I also think phones were ruined working from home. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. Really? It ruined working from home because now everybody is recording their entrepreneurial routine, and it all looks the same. We're all waking up, eating breakfast and protein shakes, hitting the gym. Then you come home, and you spraying some shit on the table. You wiping it off. We cleaning your room up. It, phones just showed that motherfuckers that be at home are doing nothing. Nah, You're yeah. looking at what they're doing, which is after they got finished cleaning up, they edited this, and this is what they do. It's like, you know, it's like watching a chef go to the grocery store and buy all of the food, and then you just literally don't see the meals. You just <laughs> see him checking out the grocery store. Uh-huh, look, life of a chef. You know what, Von When did he cook? This dude, I think his name is Vonty. He's from Baltimore. He used to do the, uh, the, the Baltimore. Oh, he cooks now? Nah, nah, nah. He uh. did a video called A Day in the, a Real Day in the Life of an Average Person, where he woke up in the morning, went to work. He was at like an Amazon joint, and then he got off work and was driving his car with a straight face. He stopped at the Wendy's and got something to eat. He got home and was sitting on his phone. Then he was watching TV. Then he went to bed, woke up, and was and like went, getting ready for work. Right and back I'm to like, the same thing. This is, that's yeah. a little bit more real. It's not it? fun to look at, though. It ain't fun to look at. Yeah. It ain't. Mm -hmm. All right, I got something different for you. Uh, I put, this is called Things That We Do and Won't Stop Doing, Even Though It's Technically Wrong. I see your list, and one of those things on the list is not right. So let me tell you something. These are things that we not supposed to do, but we not going to stop doing it. But you can say it's wrong. 
Number one is washing chicken. Black folks, y'all know we're not going to never stop washing our chicken. Mm -mm. But damn, the scientists are right. We spreading that salmonella all over the kitchen. <laughs> and I know y'all not washing y'all sinks down like y'all should. Y'all should be if black and people. If we washing chicken, we washing sinks. That's true, but a lot of y'all, this is my thing, that water be splashing, you splashing that salmonella water up on your paper towel. It yeah. ain't just the sink. You know what I'm saying? You actually run more of a risk of getting salmonella from washing your chicken than just taking out the pack and putting it in the pan. And the risk is also still small as shit. I wash my chicken with lemon and vinegar to take some of the chickeny taste off. I actually learned that from my girl. I didn't used to do that. I was about but, to say, you're doing it for real. But that's to take the taste away. So if you're doing that, I get it. Yeah. But people that just, and I clean my chicken. That's different. Trimming, taking the fat off. Because you know I love chicken thighs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. See, I'm thinking wings. I'm thinking, you know. Nah, yeah. But hey, the, the science, you can look it up. Yeah. The scientists are low-key right. We ain't going to stop. But they right. Next thing is Q-tips. That's what I said was wrong. Do y'all know Q-tips are not made to say go the, in your ear? What they made for? They made for beauty. They made for infant cleaning between a baby's toes and their little fingers and like. That's why they was made, not for the ear. I'm talking about they're not made. They're not for your ear. No, it says on the back of the box. Don't put this down your ear canal. Do not. Don't put it down your ear canal. Let me tell you something. I use Q-tips. <laughs> Clean around your ears. I use Q-tips. <laughs> I use a Q-tip probably more than I than anybody that I can think of. I mean, like almost every time I get out the shower when I wash my hair. I use a Q-tip. And then since I wash my beard sometimes, the water get up in my ear and I use a Q-tip. When I went to the doctor, he said, your ears are abnormally clean. Because you're using... And I was like, I use a Q-tip. And he was like, your he, told, he had to tell me, you're supposed to have more wax than this. So I'm missing it. So you're telling people... Terrence, this is things that we're going... We it's things that's technically wrong, but we not going to stop doing Oh, so you, you even saying that you using Q-tip. Yeah. I wash my chicken. Oh, everything on this list, for the most part, I do. It's just technically wrong. Next thing is sleeping on your stomach. Do you know it's terrible for your back? Sleeping on your stomach is terrible for your back, but you're going to have that lit-ass dream. You know how you're supposed to sleep? on your, You're going to have shorty like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to sleep on your back. That's the most stable thing for your spine, to sleep on your back. As soon as you roll over on your back, <laughs> the dream go away. <laughs> Shit. Another one. Look, taking a shower every day. Dermatologists suggest that you only need a shower right, two or three times a week. List. Hey, look, I'm always going to take a shower every day. I'm just telling y'all. I'm just telling you. See, that's bullshit. Who is the dermatologist? How does he know? And because they say you drying out. You're taking away essential oils from your skin. What if I'm putting the oils back much? in? What if I put them back in? Doc. Hey, look. I'm with you. I shower every day. your crinkly ass skin under that lab coat, Doc. Let's see the good skin. I'm just saying, they say you only supposed to shower two or three times a week based on necessity. If you're somebody that works outside, it makes sense. This tortilla <laughs> skin motherfucker, <laughs> tight, crinkle cut, ashy, cracky skin motherfucker telling you, oh, you can't eat, you can't take a shower more than, not every day because, please. Terrence, how you uh, peel a banana from the, uh, this is how y'all peel a banana, y'all ready? The banana's on the stem. You take a banana, right? And then that stem is right here, right? Uh -huh. And then what you do is you, from the front, like y'all see how it does this? You take it and you go back that way. And then you take them two ones like that. Suppose, you know, the right way to do it is to peel it from the bottom. 
Small monkeys have shown y'all how to do it. Ten. Am I a small monkey? They do it right. How do we know they do it right? They be eating before you was eating them. So they take their nail and pinch the end of it. And Terrence, think about it. It's so much easier. If you peel a banana from the bottom, you know how I bet when you peel your banana, you get them little stringies. Yeah. When you peel from the bottom, you get no strings. Gorillas peel from the middle. All right, bet. These old ass bananas. <laughs> I got a couple days for all of them. I'm bananas. getting ready to say you better put, you better freeze these joints. But you see, look, this is what most niggas do. They peel just like this, and, and look at that. And what you doing? Now you wasting Terrence, my look, banana. But look, look, look. You see that? You see that string? Do so y'all see that string? But look though, I'm gonna do the same thing. What you're supposed to do is pinch right here, and you got an old ass banana. So you see, this is why it's coming apart. This is disgusting, Terrence. This is this. Ew. So what you do is you're supposed to peel that way. Boom. Boom. That's how you do it. That's the right way to peel. Because most of the time when you eat a ripe banana, this will break the whole top of the banana off. I'm not eating this. I'm throwing this bullshit away. Hell no, you're not throwing that away. Put that over there on the counter somewhere. I can use that for a smoothie or something. Okay. I'll let the nigga have it. I mean, I guess he's right about the banana stuff, y'all. I mean, it Try works. Try to tell, y'all. I got another one. Y'all using too much toothpaste. You know you That's all, true. You only supposed to use a pea-sized amount yeah. of toothpaste on your toothbrush. I don't know why I just had this random ass shit. I was on TikTok last night. I don't got to read all of them. Hey, y'all know y'all using too much laundry detergent, but who give a fuck? Same thing about the toothpaste. Let them keep using pea-sized because then they going to have, you know, they shit. I'm, I'm, using, gonna be here. I'm I don't care if I'm spending more money on toothpaste. That's what I they feel say. better when I got a bunch of it in there. Fall. And you're supposed to pack your suitcase standing up. And you're supposed to stack into your suitcase. We lay our suitcase down and stack our shirts this way and then stack to the side. Where if you stack your, you stand your suitcase up. Oh, yeah. And stack all your How shirts. How the fuck you do that? Your suitcase can stand. Oh, your suitcase standing, standing like up. A, standing open like a suit, like a door, like a, like a, like a bookcase, y'all. Yeah. Like. Cause I know what y'all are thinking. Cause I'm like, how am I stand it up and load it? But it's got to be kind of like propped up. Not yet. Okay. And then you lay it down and close it. Cause that way, when it sits, all of your shit is just stacked. Nah, we literally do it wrong. You're supposed to be able to pack your suitcase. It's on wheels. You're supposed to close it like that, and you're never supposed to lay it down. What we do is we pack one side, then we drag that side over to close There's it. Hot. Damn, I gotta see somebody do that. Damn, you're right. Yeah, you. yeah. But this is just random shit. Uh. That I was like, damn, I bet this nigga Terrence doing all this wrong. Nothing else. Charging your phone overnight is bad. Blowing your candles out is bad. Nothing else. Man, I'm definitely doing a lot of that stuff. And I'm sure some of y'all are doing a lot of that stuff too. Like, a lot of that stuff that we do definitely be wrong. Definitely is not the right way to do it. But am I going to stop? Nope. Look, I'm about to say something real, real And I'm going to stop stealing the, every time I go to the... Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bet. So we got... Uh, let's do movie suggest. Movie suggestion of the week. Yep. Let's get it. My movie suggestion of the week is called Forgotten. It's a Korean film that came out in 2017. It's a thriller. It is only in Korean. You gotta watch it with the subtitles in English. Y'all seen Parasite and a bunch of other movies that are, in, are outstanding. And what did uh, Boon Jong Ho say? You can't. Don't let that. One inch barrier keep you from mm -hmm. from great films. films. So, uh, 
I would 100% recommend this film. It got a crazy, crazy, crazy ending. I'll say that. The movie is about a boy who has a brother that he loves, and the brother goes missing for 19 days, and he comes back and doesn't remember the fact that he was gone for 19 days. He remembers nothing. That's all I'm going to say. Netflix. Man, my... Y'all probably won't check my movie suggestion of the week out, but believe it or not, I haven't even seen my movie suggestion of the week, but I'm checking it out. I woke up yesterday and this morning, and I've just been stuck watching this Stanley Kubrick documentary. Believe it or not, Stanley Kubrick is one of the most decorated, literally one of the GOAT filmmakers of all time, Full Metal Jacket, uh, The Shining. The Shining. Um, and the, my movie suggestion of the week is going to be called Paths of Glory. Believe it or not, this one of the first transcendent war films, and this was a film that I'm telling y'all is very well I'll say it is a, a well-spoken for a film. It's got a, va a great reputation. Um, the main reason why I'm recommending this is because when I was watching that Stanley Kubrick documentary, they were talking about The Shining, and they kept saying The Shining was great. When he did The Shining, we knew he was going to be great, but the movie that let us all know that Stanley Kubrick was going to be different was Pass, Pass the Glory. And I'm like, and that came out in 57. Came in 57. So, like, it is not, it might not be the fun watch for my film buffs out there who appreciate the, the art. Y'all know sometimes I might go way left. Like, I felt like my all is quiet on the Western front was a left recommendation, but it ended up being Oscar. And that came out almost 24 years before The Shining. And it came out, he did it. He did, Dr. No, Strange. you're wrong, Terrell. No, it did. The Shining, Shining came out in 1980, and that came out in 57. Nah, you were... Not The Shining, I'm sorry. You're talking about the... Uh, I'm talking about The Killing. That's the one that I'm forgetting. Okay, that was before Pass of Glory. That okay. was before. Yeah, and they said The Killing was the one that was going to be like, oh, okay, he's a promising filmmaker, but... And y'all, I don't know if y'all know this about me. I love seeing the filmmakers in their early days. Woody Allen, Scorsese... Fucking Tarantino, Nolan, fucking Fincher. We went on so many kicks of the early shit because that is when they were really in a bag. When when you become that dude and you making movies, you, you kind of start feeling yourself a little bit. So, yeah, Pastor Glory, I know y'all might not check this one that out, one but is, that is on. It's free on Pluto and it's on Tubi. <laughs> free on Pluto. <laughs> and it's on Tubi. And honestly, Eyes Wide Shut was the last movie he did in 1999 before he passed away. Yeah. And everybody loves that movie. So I need to actually go back and watch it because I don't even remember it. I think somebody who's very close to, to Stanley Kubrick, in my opinion, is Nolan. And that's because Stanley Kubrick was like, you couldn't guess what he... Look at his filmography, bro. Yeah. Eyes Wide Shut, Full Metal Jacket, The Shining. You got fucking a Clockwork... I'm sorry, Clockwork Orange, Space Oddity. Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove. Like, you could not guess him, and I think he was just such a... I loved, I loved that, that type of filmmaker. So he had a decorated mind. Well, honey, he's one of the best ever. He is literally one of the best ever. Transcended this fucking genre. Right We're not talking no Jordan Peele shit. I mean, I'm doing shit different, for real. First Shout of all, out Jordan Peele, though. I'm getting ready to say, on him. Not shitting on him. Not shitting on him. All right, bet. So we doing sports? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But not the drop, though, right? But not the drop, right. Uh, Miami, shout out to the Miami Heat. They advanced. Honestly, everybody started counting them out when they lost three games in a row. It was scary, but I'm, I was happy for Spolstra because 
he got up there and said, we about to figure out a way to go up there and get it done. And they did that. You know what I'm saying? You got to applaud that. And honestly, for them to be an AC going to the finals, how can you not root for them? I mean, I, I know there's like a bunch of Nugget fans and people out there love Jokic, but I'm I would love to see Miami win, even though I, I they hated me because I said the finals was going to be boring. But then I know it's going to be great basketball. People, if it's a fundamental basketball, it's going to be great basketball. It's, basketball. it's it, all right. <laughs> I'm happy for the Heat. Shout out to the Miami natives and the folks who are fans of, of Miami. I know y'all going to super enjoy seeing y'all team in the finals again. But yep. if I'm keeping it 100, I don't want to see the Miami Heat win the finals. I actually want to see the Nuggets win. I'm not a Heat hater. I'm not, I don't have nothing against them. But I think the championship season is Nuggets. Yeah. I think the Heat have been blazing through the playoffs, and it's crazy to see. But, damn, it's just to me, it's, just, it's, it's very surprising what the Heat have done. Nah, yeah. And you know what? What's got me thinking is um, thinking like that. That's how we was thinking about the Celtics. That's how we was thinking about the Knicks. That's how we thought about the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to playing the Heat. They could fuck around, show up, and win. Everybody does the same thing. Nuggets going to win this one in six. It's easy. It's for fuck it. And they find a way. I tell Terrell this all the time. If the Nuggets strap up Jimmy B and we got to watch Bam out of Bayou try to find buckets... Nah, what's the other dude? Caleb Martin? He been cooking. He been balling. He been cooking. He already, it's just, and look, he been cooking and not supposed to. Bam out of Bayou at one point, I feel like y'all been saying was bruh was one of the best bigs in the league. And to me, he has zero offensive bag. Terrell, no, I be hating on bruh. He's a cool guy. I like him. But I feel like, damn, I just, I feel like if you take Jimmy out the game, you're not getting buckets from Bam. Not that he's supposed to. I get it. Or maybe like, he's not supposed to. He's supposed to be defensive. Trust me, I get it. But I get that AI 2001 finals vibe from this, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you a great player with so much potential, but teams win championships, not players. So he really going to need his team to step up. Yeah, Yeah. Caleb Martin got to keep balling. Yeah. On a level that I don't know if that is. That Nuggets team is is, is tough. And you're going up in that altitude. You're going to, you are literally going up in the house. You see the Akers, Lakers in game one? Uh-huh. They was winded. Yeah, y'all already know we know about that altitude. Come on, man. I'm rooting for Denver just because that's my second city. It's parade inside my city. Fuck out of here, Terrell. <laughs> hey, you want to speak of the Broncos? Did you say anything about your man Russ getting slim? Was that last week? You said that last week, man. I think I did. I mean, I'm yeah. happy for it. Like, I got you. I just need to see results. I, honestly, I'm done with the I'm done with the show. I was excited when you were signing. You said, I just, I just want to win Super Bowls. I'm here to win Super Bowls. Bet. Before we leave NBA Finals, who's your pick for the NBA Finals? I'm picking the Nuggets in six. Okay, bet. I'm picking the, the I'm going with the Corgi. The Corgi. Oh, the Corgi, Corgi did four two, yeah. I'm going with the Nuggets in six as well. So turn up to everybody that's watching the NBA Finals. That's going to be super fun. And shout out to everybody that's been watching the WNBA, turning up. You know, that's great. The games have been great. Nah, yeah, I was talking to Dev. You know, Dev was talking shit, so much shit to Dev when they lost. <laughs> he okay. spent the block on that tweet. Miami Heat, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> oh, well, something he said. Yeah. So I'm excited. Shout out to the Miami Heat fans because I know everybody's been counting y'all out all year. So 100%. Definitely dope for y'all. Um, I guess we'll end sports with the unfortunate news to some, good for others. Not really surprising to some, too. 
which is that Shannon Sharp is leaving undisputed. And then they've been doing that. It, it's it's kind of like you forget that when we graduated college in 2014, they were doing that shit for a couple years already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now it's 2023. It's been over 10 years that we've had that show. I was telling Toretta, the show has completely changed from what it was from before. Some good, some bad. It's definitely changed, but I told Toretta, it's been a part of my routine for a minute. And I'm not waking up every single morning watching Skip and Shannon, but you know the people, and we could be that for some of y'all. Like Some of y'all could tap into the podcast every week, and then some of y'all could say, oh, this person just did that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go... Uh, tap in with the twins and see what they say. Oh, I'm going to go tap in and see what they said about it. And then I'm going to tap out. Like, that's kind of how you use it. That's exactly how I was using Skip and Shannon. Um, some days, especially during the football season, I find myself watching more than others. Mm-hmm. But to not have that, to yeah. not tell Toretta, not see them two arguing about Cowboys and nah. LeBron and Brady, that actually is... I mean, we can talk about all of the incidents that happen. We've seen relationships fall out in the workplace, in business. It happens. Sometimes you are better to leave a situation when it gets friction. So I'm, I'm happy to see them leave on good terms, whatever. But I'm choosing to po- focus more on just, like, the era that's over with. Like, wow, that mm-hmm. era, the Skipman Shannon Undisputed Era, that's yeah. over with. And I you would know say what? that they influenced us a little bit on what we do. So, Absolutely, yeah. Just a little some bit. Of, some of the ways they go back and forth and stuff like that, and the way they take their different opinions and let each other speak, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Even though we learned a lot don't always them. do the best job with that. But one thing I will say is, just like a lot of y'all, shit might happen, and you might be like, I can't wait to hear what these niggas going to say about it. That's kind of how it was, at least for us, and specifically in the football season for me. With skipping with the Cowboys. Skipping and- the Cowboys. You know, oh, shit, these motherfuckers won. I got to listen to him. Or if they make a bet and then... Shannon, when you know he gonna come with the yeah with the the spread for for Skip. So I but you know I've been an Unkshay fan for longer than a lot of you, most of you niggas. I'm sorry, gotta gotta talk my shit real quick. I've been an Unkshay fan since '98. Oh, that man won two Super Bowls in orange and blue. I've been a fan for a long time before he ever sat in front of a mic. Facts. And I'll say this. So wait. I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. Unkshay yeah. Shay is flourishing. I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. And I'm just glad to see he's moving on because I didn't like that shit that happened with him and Skip. Yeah. And for the people who might be saying, damn, that, like me, me saying, uh, like that part of our lives is over with in a way or that, that part of my routine is over with, it is, but it'll change. We'll see Shannon on mm-hmm. something. We'll probably see Skip on some shit. Yep. You'll still be able to get both their takes. Yeah. And for the people who might be looking for a show that's legit, first things first, if you haven't watched Nick Wright, Chris Broussard, you got the guy, uh, is it Max? Max Klein? I don't know his name, but First Things First is a morning show. I'm telling you, it has a lot of you might not have been tapped in, but that's a really good morning show. And I started watching them after I felt like Skip and Shannon was falling off. First take is Stephen A. Hollywood Smith. It's just like first take is cool. Everything is cool, but I've been digging on uh, First Things First. First Things First? Yeah. Not yet. Honestly, I've I've been watching a bunch of different shit at this point. I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't really been watching Undisputed like that, for real. I normally, normally watch them more in the uh, football season. Pick a side podcast out, my guys. I've been watching them the most when it comes to, like, my sports shit. Yes, sir. But that's going to wrap it up for 154, you ungrateful motherfuckers, because guess what? We weren't supposed to give y'all this How are pop. they ungrateful, Terrell? I don't like you saying shit like that. Like, 
anybody had a problem with it. They are not ungrateful. Nah, that's that's true. Everybody was 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 gracious. I'm Your glad. black ass has Terrell be having me fucked up, y'all. Terrell be having me fucked up with this pod. <laughs> hey, what I will say is again, make sure y'all get that Mally Rose Patreon. We got a brand new tier up. I know mm-hmm. there has not been a bunch of music content. If y'all think we don't see all of this music. We're definitely going to double back. Life has just been doing some different shit right now. Y'all will understand soon. But uh, just with that being said, we got a, a lot more shit coming. And the film tier is up. Mm-hmm. Um, I still got the Attack on Titan drinks going up over there. So that's dope. That's fun. Dog, the, the music, I, I think the music thing is definitely getting ready to be back. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I'm definitely 100%. missing that. I haven't listened to The Dark yet. We haven't listened to Hillbillies yet. We haven't listened to... We've been listening to that de- to that destroy lonely, but we definitely want we want to do a video for that. Yeah, because believe it or not, that's one of me. Answer- well, that's one of my favorite albums nah, of the year. Sure. That destroy lonely album. So sure. we definitely gonna jam it out. Definitely gonna get back to the shits, man. So first and foremost, shout out to the Niners on YouTube tapping in with us each and every week, and shout out to the Realist Nine on Patreon, District Nine. Let's stand tall. Hundred percent. Huh? You come holla at me. What's popping? I'll be over there. They want to see you over there. What's up? Hey, I'll be they over saying there. too much of me. Y'all see that vlog? That's up there. <laughs> I never told you about the vlog. You never did. I'm sorry for y'all about the snake. Some of y'all are upset about the snake. Man up. Right? <laughs> Come on, Kyle.